Welcome to the Leadership Live Podcast, a conversational podcast with community members aiming to motivate, challenge, and inspire you to lead. Now, here are your hosts, Vanessa Bennett and Trey Darnell. Welcome back to Leadership Live. I'm Trey Darnell here with co-host Vanessa Bennett. Vanessa, how are you today? I am great. How are you? Doing pretty good. We're here in the progress room with a special guest. Absolutely. And I know this lady from different avenues. She is a Kingsport Chamber member. She is a fellow Rotarian and a fellow Rotarian board of director with me as well. And she is just beginning her Leadership Kingsport journey, a member of our Leadership Kingsport class of 23. Welcome, Miss Shirley Warren. Thank you. Nice to be here. So, Shirley, tell us about your role at Signature Properties. Well, I started Signature Properties back in April of 2011. So I guess you could say I'm the founder, president and CEO and all that good stuff, actually. Sole proprietor. And I brokered the Johnson City office right now. Alan Anderson is my Virginia broker and he brokers the Kingsport office, which was the first office. I didn't realize you were in Johnson City. See, I'm learning stuff already. Yep. On East Oakland Avenue. We always brag on you, but I want our listeners to hear too. Tell us about the signature difference. Well, when we started Signature, we wanted to be a, a company that gave back to the community or to, you know, any charity, basically. It didn't have to be a local charity. Most of our donations have stayed locally, so I'm glad about that. But we pledged to the community that we would donate a portion of every commission earned to a charity of our client's choice. And so we've done that, and we're somewhere over 400000 so far. That's amazing. I've been really pleasantly surprised. I figured it you know, it'd be five or six thousand a year, but it's been a lot more than that. So, well, I always look forward to going down the street at your Kingsport location, and you've got the sign up. Yes. It's always fun to look, and every time I go by, it's going up. Yeah, so. well, it's difficult to find a young person who wants to climb the ladder <laughs> to get up there. <laughs> literally, literally. Yes. So, uh, well, if anybody would like, uh, you know. To get paid a little bit of money to go up a ladder. <laughs> well, I think Trey and I can nominate Layton. I think that's a good you job know, for Layton. I, I just, as I said, young person, I was like, wait a minute. You've got Layton. Layton yeah. is another member that's going to be in our leadership class of 23. So I think we've just created him a job. I think so, yeah. Before real estate, you were an attorney. I was, yeah. So I've been here in Kingsport a little over 30 years, and I've been a realtor here for almost, well, 30 years. Yeah, it was 30 years in June, I guess. And before that, I lived uh, in California, not by choice, because I'm a Southern girl. I grew up in South Carolina, married a fellow from a blind date. At uh, He was at Fort Bragg, North Carolina, in the Army. We spent two years in the Army and then went back to California um, because he was a native. And he had just joined the LAPD before he was drafted. So they still had him on military leave, which was a huge blessing because he'd been in the Army four years instead of just the two that he was drafted for. He kept signing up for OCS and Special Mm -hmm. Forces and all this stuff. So we ended up out there for 18 years. But toward the end of that time, we were both so anxious to get out of California and so for me, this was like coming home. And anyway, when we were in Southern California, I had the opportunity to go to law school. And I did that and became an attorney in June of 78 and had morning sickness July 4th of 78. <laughs> so that was my first pregnancy. So I really just did part-time law as I raised three kids. What areas of law did you practice? It was easier to say what I didn't do. I found out I didn't like family dissolutions. Divorce law was not my thing. I 
I got too emotionally involved with if there were children and that kind of thing. So I didn't do any family law other than private adoptions. I didn't do workers' comp because it's state-regulated for attorney fees. So you have to do a million of those to really make any money. And I didn't want to work that hard. And I didn't do criminal defense. That would have created domestic issues at home since my husband was a sergeant with LAPD. Uh, Shift gears here for a second. What are you the most excited about Leadership Kingsport? Um, Honestly, I have never really studied what Leadership Kingsport is all about. Um, I live in the county, so I don't get involved with a lot of city politics. I mean, I can't vote, so Mm -hmm. it's kind of like, okay, whatever, Mm -hmm. you know. So just the opportunity to get to meet different people, and I was surprised. I think I knew only about two people in the whole class, and they're like 33 or something like that. Mm So I just, I'm a people person, and the more people I get to know, the more fun I I think life is, you know, because people with different backgrounds just, and we have a good mixture. Absolutely. Of people with different walks of life, different life experiences, and I was just really, really impressed with our introduction to each other last week at our first meeting. So I'm excited about really just getting to see the people and know the people and to learn really what I probably should have learned, you know, at least 25 years ago about this area. I've studied it obviously from a real estate standpoint, but not all the opportunities and and things that are here. I'm blown away just about every week at Rotary with uh, the quality of the programs and the people that come to speak. And I learn something absolutely every week about some great program or opportunity in this terrific area. We live in a great place, don't we? we? Absolutely. I love it. Chamber of Commerce used to have like a a clip-on that you could wear that said, I love it here. And when the chamber was over at the old railroad. Yes. Okay. So I had that on my name badge. I just wore it all the time. I had a clip to my name badge. And and I was talking to somebody, I don't even remember who, may have been Miles, but it was like years Mm -hmm. ago. And he commented on my little thing, I love it here. And I said, you guys need to hand more of these out because Hmm. um, it's such a great place. And the locals here don't realize how great this area is. I mean, you know, I grew up in small town, South Carolina, and that was great. But then I lived in L.A., which wasn't so great. And and then to come back here where crime is low, the traffic's fine, the transportation's great. I mean, it's transportation as far as like going from here to Atlanta, to Charlotte, to Cincinnati, to Chicago. We don't sit in traffic. No, we don't. But we have access to all the big cities. I mean, if you want traffic, you know, you can go to Knoxville. But it's just such a great geographic location. The climate is wonderful. I I talk to people, I'd say at least one person a month. I talked to a young man a couple of days ago who I saw his area code on his phone was 714. I said, hey, that sounds like Southern California. He said, yeah, I came here in November from Yorba Linda. And I said, oh, yeah, I'm very familiar with that area because my girls had lived out in Orange County. And I said, well, welcome to, to Tennessee. And he's like, oh, we love it here. Absolutely love it. Love the seasons, except the humidity, but the snow makes up for it, is what he said. Mm -hmm. And uh, he said, I'm trying to get the rest of my family here. And he was probably in his 20s. And I said, well, and then we had some political talk because he couldn't stand the politics in California. And he kind of gave me some of the details of what he had run into out there. Anyway, it's like every month, somebody who finds this gold nugget here 
in the mountains of northeast Tennessee, they're excited to be here. We're very fortunate. I think a lot of times because we are here, we take it for granted. So you said something yesterday as we were leaving Rotary and it tickled me. You're from South Carolina. Give our listeners a 60 second elevator pitch for Clemson University. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Well, let's just say surface wise, it's beautiful. It's next to Hartwell Lake, Seneca River, where and Hartwell Lake came over Seneca River. So you can see the river from the stadium. You can see the stadium from the river. A lot of people over there enjoy Hartwell Lake because there are just lots of boats and whatever. Anyway, Clemson University started out as a state university. I think the tuition probably reflects that. They have really quality education in agriculture and all of the sciences. They were they were an ag school, military ag school for a while, but great tradition there with just kind of a conservative base, I guess you would say. Now, they, of course, the, the football program is just the best in the country. Let me just say yeah. this. If you think you've experienced tailgating at UT, you need to go to Clemson. Those crazy people go on Thursday and will like literally camp out mm-hmm. on the practice soccer field and wherever. And that little town of maybe what, 4,000 people swells to like almost 100,000 people on the weekends when Clemson's playing at home. And they stay until Sunday. <laughs> so It's serious. I'm, it's serious tailgating. I mean, they bring their kitchens and everything. It's just amazing, what, you know, what people do. So you need to go to a Clemson home game. I wish I could take everybody with me for that experience because it's truly special. Well, I can tell you what she said yesterday. We had Joey Christian, who's our Dobbins Bennett football coach, and as our speaker, and we were out in the parking lot, and I was talking to Shirley, and she told him that there was no bigger football fan <laughs> in that room than her. So <laughs> I'm glad we had the Clemson. Maybe him. Yeah, exactly. Maybe him. Um, so I'm glad we had the Clemson question. It just made perfect sense. Yeah. We ask our listeners um, this question, and I always look forward to the answers. If there was an autobiography about Shirley Warren, what would the title be? Whoa. Something like Up from the South. Oh, I like it. I I like it. I grew up in a very modest, I won't say, I usually say poor. Mm. (laughs) We we just, you know, blue collar, we got by kind of thing. Never had any, you know, much of anything. Used clothes and and that kind of thing. So I think just, I don't want to say up from nothing because we had a lot of love, um, but up from the South. I need you to write this book. (laughs) It'd be one that I would read. Shirley, as we close our podcast, we ask a rapid five set of questions. Mm -hmm. Name one of the seven dwarfs. Happy. How many hours of sleep do you need? Six and a half. If you could ask God one question, what would it be? Mm, When's Jesus coming back? (laughs) Paper or plastic? I hate to say it, but plastic person, because I reuse it more than, I I do the (laughs) multi-purpose on plastic. Favorite type of muffin? Mm, Anything with nuts. Shirley, thank you so much for being here. Vanessa, do you have any final thoughts? I look forward to your LK23 journey. We're going to have lots of fun. Yes, I agree. Shirley, thank you so much. Sure, thank you. We'll see everybody next Friday. Thank you for listening to this week's Leadership Live podcast, a partnership between Kingsport Leadership Programs of your Kingsport Chamber and Honda Kingsport. Leadership Live is available wherever you get your podcasts. 